The Hilche is Paradume, Perik Hevav and Zayn. It's a nice safe for this one, you can open it. So Perik Hey is uh, going to discuss the din that the mitzvah, or the, mit- uh, the din that whoever is misasik with the production of the Paradume, their begotten become Tommy. Anybody who's involved from the shechita of the paradum until the asifa soifer, the tamin begodim kosman asiyasum, their matame, what they are wearing, the clothes, as long as they are involved with working with the paradum. When it comes to discussing the shechit and those who throw the eitzeres into the fire, they have to rinse their clothes, mikveh, v'rochetz besorim. The one who's gathering the A for the actuals has to be Mechabez Begadim. The Tamim Begadim, they required their Begadim to go through a, a, a mikveh process. They themselves have to go to mikveh and wait till nightfall. The guards who are stationed around the Marachah to make sure that everything is the machas were making sure everything is taking place as it's supposed to be. Midrabanon metame begadim midvreihem. He says their begadim metami midin midin chachamim. Gzeir shami yoses beaver because we're concerned that they are going to actually manually involve themselves with moving a limb and making sure the ashes stay where they are. Base. Komakim shneim beteira betumais yichabis begadav. So this halacha is is applies to the gan sefer tayr. Whenever it says he has to be machabi, he has to rinse his clothes. It's not, saying, it's not coming to teach me that only the clothes that he's wearing are Tommy. Any keili, any vessel or garment that he comes into contact with whilst he's working with the paraduma also Tommy. After he after he's detached from the source of Tuma, quote unquote, from the Asak with the Paraduma, and a Matama Bagodim, he's not Matame anything he's wearing or touching. Kesad. And Nasa Sanavela, somebody is carrying his Nase Maso in a Vela, so Echad Begat Shalov, Eklishabai Kosmancho Nase Isari and Tame. Anything that he's wearing or any garment or vessel or vessel Kaila that he touches whilst he's carrying this Navela Atame. But a Hindrishan Atuma. You have this Navel which is an Av. The guy who's carrying the Zerishin, the clothes that he is wearing is Ke'il, an extension of himself, so they also are Rishin. Perish me metam of Hishachas and he discusses the Nevela that he's carrying, Harehu Rishin Kameshehoya, he remains a Rishin. Arevim Yiga Bekli Begin, Eina metama Yosei, Shem Vlatumma metama Kelem, Kameshebana Betchilas Hasefer, Mechin Kol Kieitza Benevela. The moment he becomes detached from this Rishin, any Kelem or Begin that he then touches because he's a Rishin, ain't Rishin, ain't Rishin. Right? Different discussion, but he cannot be metame begadim and kelim. Nevela, he's it's an avatoma. This avatoma, as long as he's connected to the avatoma, anything any keli or beggar that he touches is also tummy. Altsarishon. V'chein kol aiskim b'parasot. Anybody who's involved with the production of the paraduma, not be beggar to be klib. Shashchite, b'shashreifa. If he was touching a keli or a garment during the shchita or the burning or the collection of the eifer, harein tameim. Avalachash yifresh mimaser. The moment he stops working with the paraduma, af bishidain leitol. Even though he didn't yet go to mikveh, if not gabekli, if he touches a keli, ain't a metami. So not metami from the shuhu vladatum because he's now a rishin. Ain't a rishin. He's a rishin. Now para atzme ain't a metami loyadam elakim shunaguba. Elam es asik bo bavad hu atami. I'm so chuke. The the paraduma is not metami. Who's it metami? The person who's working with the paraduma. So stam a bystander touches the paraduma. It's not metami. It's begad. And when is it metame his begadim? Only when he is working with it. That if the paradum was burnt as a then it's metame's begadim. If 
throughout the process of the production, Paraduma is given a psul, Hamasasik Batai, his begadam, and he is tai, Ed Absul Bishitasa. So if the psul occurs during the shechita in a matama begadam, because there was no shasakesha, bechlal, even to begin with, Eda Bahazayasa psul, which occurs after the shechita, so call Asik Balafne psul and matama begadam. Whoever was involved with the paraduma before the psul occurred by the hazoya, because it was done bishaskesha, it's matama the begadam. Well, after psule, the person who's involved with the paraduma after the psul of the hazoya, in a matama begadam. If they finished get, uh, putting together all the gash, those who are involved with dividing into three piles, and also those who are putting it away within the chel, right? That was one of the three places. And anybody who touches the ashes, toy, because the moment the ash is put into the pile, that is the end of conference of tumah. Not just the paradumic confess tumor to those who are masasic with it. Any of the paramasirim hanisrafim, hasirif aisam, anybody who burns a metama begodim with shasri fas and atrios aifits, metama the begodim calls man, it's burning until it becomes ash. If you have a pattern of Vashel Tzibor or Sari Vedizari, anybody who's involved with the, from the Sreifa until the Asifa Sa'ifer, they are Matama themselves and the Begadim. Again, the same principle, just like Paradum, applies to the Paramisim HaNesrafim. When do we say that it's Matama the Begadim Shalei Ben Hempso? If these Paramisim HaNesrafim were done in Kosh Re'ifin, Venisrafim Kemitzvasim, Bevesa Dashim, which is outside the Chemis of Yerushalayim. Avalim Nifzilu Bazarif, if there was a Psol, occurred to them already in the Azar, Nisrafim Shom Kipsul HaMikdashim, there was a place in the Azar where they were burnt with all other animals that were disqualified for Karbanis. The Sarif Antar, the guy who burns it, is Tar. Someone who's involved with the Paraduma after it becomes ash, it's not the time of his clothes. To find somebody who was burning it, that confessed Tumah to him and his clothing. He's assisting the burning. He's turning over pieces of flesh. He's adding fuel. He's stoking the fires. The person who's igniting the uh, the lighter to burn the pyre, the person who's arranging the logs, Even the guys who are carrying the animals to be taken outside the walls of the of Yerushalayim to be burnt, their clothing is also Tommy Dintaira. And as long as he is taking it as part of the journey from Azara to Beis Adeshen. The Torah and Tevil of a head of Shemesh, Kameim Shalech, requires going to Mikveh and head of Shemesh, just like the guy who's sending the Sari to Azazel, um, which the Ramban explains means the Malach Amavis. That was another name for him. When this guy is carrying the, taking the Sari uh, Lazazel, it's Metamis Begadim because it's his... Yeah, the Azazel. It's to distract the Azazel, the Satan, during the very same kid. That's his pshat. Shneme v'hamashalech es-Azazel, yichab is-begadav. Think the guy was pshat l'Azazel. Azazel means the tzuk, in Midbar Yehuda. The Rambanix means it means that there was a carbon that we would give the Malcham Avas to distract him from the very same Kippur. That's the Azazel. Anyways, l'ochehe. So this guy who's carrying this sorry, it's metamis begadim. Meimas halochehemet. Meimas metamis begadim. Hanoi separ musim hanisrafim. These guys who are carrying these animals to be burnt. When are they? At what point of the carrying of these animals do they do that begadim become tummy? Mishiyetsu behen mechutz lochemes halzara. When they leave the walls of the azara. 
if they were carrying these animals on poles over their shoulders, the first guys left, the guys behind them are still inside the Azar. Guys are left, their clothes are tummy. Right? Only when they leave do their clothes become tummy. If the guys at the front of the pole left but came back in, the guys who had never left are still tired until they leave. If the, everybody had left the Azara, then for whatever reason they walked back in, they had then left again, or they, they stayed outside the whole time, but the animal went back inside the Azara. And they're trying to pull the animal with a, with a rope or with a chain so that it comes out the Azara. Being that they had already left the Azara, and the guy who was trying to get the animal out is also outside the Azar. Every, every, at one stage, the animal and the people carrying it were outside the Azar. Because it's a Suffolk Take, if the pulling of the, because everybody was, had already left, does this already confer the status of Tumit to the Begod? Is this already considered Misasik when they're taking out the product? Yeah, because everybody left the Azar, I, the animal, went back in. That's the suffix involved because everybody had already left. So, fine. The guy who's sending this soil also, when does his begotten become Tomei? When he leaves the walls of Yerushalayim, until when he pushes it backwards. But after it's pushed, if he were then to touch vessels or garments, the guy who, anybody else who touches the body of the Potomac, even after they had left the walls of the Azare, all Yerushalayim, to be taken to be burnt. If garments or human beings or food or drink comes into contact with these animals, they're tohu. Just like the Masasik with the Paraduma. It's only the guy who is working with the Parad is it Matame his So to over here. If somebody, if a bystander were to touch the body of the soy, he's tohu. Only the guy who's involving himself with the avid of these animals does he become tummy with his begotten. How do we draw the water to mix with the ashes? This water on which we put the ashes of the paraduma in should be filled up with a vessel. Min hamayoni sanevis from wellsprings of water, fresh water, or Yahanaharis Hamishemihen, or the streams, the tributaries that flow from them. Shnem of Anasan Olav, Maim Chaim or Kelly, has to be live, Maim Chaim. When the sin is Ephra Pare, Allah Maim Shin is Smalhunik, a Kiddush, not the Herem. The Kiddush over here is the ashes that are mixed with the water. That process is called Kiddush. This water that now has the ashes on them is called Mechatos. That is what's referred to in the Pasuk as Mein Nida. So we have, we're going to use these terms throughout the Prakim. So again, Kiddush. Kiddush means the act of mixing the ashes with the water. And Mein Nida is now we have the water mixed with the ashes. Everybody is allowed, they're fit to be mamala the maim, with the exception of a chedish, deaf mute, a sheta, an imbecile of a cotton, and a minor. Everybody is kosher to mix the ash with the water, as mentioned before, has to be done with the vessel. You have to spritz or do the, the tevila and the hazoi from a kli. Filling up the water and mixing the ashes can be done at night time. Dipping in the azov and spritzing it on the guy whose tummy can only be done during daytime. The whole day is kosher for hazoya and tevila, which means dipping in the 
the hyssop and, and spritzing it. Gimel. With any vessel we can use to fill up the water for the main leader, and with any vessel we may use it to spritz and to be makadish to use it when we're putting the ash inside it. We can use a ship. How do we use a ship? Who's using a ship to? So some explain it means a very large kale. Any kale you can use to be mamalamayim from the mayim. We can't use a wall of a kale. Or with the bottom part of what we discussed in the previous set of halachis, like a bottle that has underneath, it's kind of inserted. So when you chop off the bottom of the bottle, you turn it upside down. You have a keli. It's like a quasi keli, but it wasn't made like a chil with that in mind. Vleiba mekufas a chavis, and not with a a uh, a seal of a barrel. Vleiba chafnav, not with one's palm. Vleiba beitzes a tanagayos using an eggshell. Vleiba shaker shabasela or using a cavity in a rock. Avo beitzes hayetzim kshera using a potter's egg, which was a keli that they would use to mold bowls inside. Um, think about a kind of a. Uh, a dish that you hold a poached egg in. That's a beta sayyotum. But Pneshi, he clear dhamma because it's a clear dhamma. Dalt. Surely cleates, or cleats chokas or cleatsem, the base of a wooden keli, of a glass keli, and of a keli made of bones, in makachim behind. We may not use to be to do the process of kiddush, to mix the ash with the water. Achiyashaf eisan, isakin eisan, liyasa eisan, kelim, bifniyasman atol. We smooth them down to give them the type of keli for this purpose. Because they're not usually made as kale. Vechen magufa sheiskinon liyoiskli makachem also to a the uh, the uh, the cork of a barrel which one fashioned for a keli can be used for kiddush. Obeitzas hanamis the egg of an ostrich, which interestingly it's the largest egg of eggs, but it's the smallest egg in ratio to its parent. So these are very large eggs. Kshera lakadishba in ratio to its parent, it's the smallest of the eggs. But it's the largest of all eggs. One can use... What? Huh? In, ratio, in what? Ratio to its parent, it's the smallest egg. What does that mean? And if we were to take the ratio of a chicken to its egg, that ratio would be much larger than an ostrich to its egg. Just whatever, aside from. So if you have the beitzat and amit, kshayi lakadish, but you can use it to... Because it's a massive egg, so you can make it into a keli to put the ash into the water. Then sechleim ishi kshayi lamali tzbo lahazas meno. Needless to say, you can use it to be malin to do hazar. Hey. Milo means Milo means comes before ketush. Yeah. So mal. Is that is that that you use that kelim to take it out of the water? Yeah. Or that you put yes. the water inside? No. The water? No. No. You use, use it. The same We're going to discuss the next pedic. That kelim is you do it with the meal. You have to do the meal with the kelim. <laughs> hey, cliche here about it's a besela. If you took a kelim and you fastened and you connected it to the ground or onto a rock, a filu chibre besid. Even if you use uh, like a type of plaster. To glue it onto the ground, because it's all together of a cave. If you made a rim on the, if you made a rim of a crown on the rim of the cave of the tit, and now the water inside the cave is overflowing from that rim that you made. If you can pick up the cave from the rim that you made, and the cave comes up with it, so it's connected to the keli. The water inside the vessel because they are in an earthen keli. Meaning that if you are to pick up the keli from the rim, it will detach from the keli. It's as if we have a flat surface and you put a uh, an elevated rim of cement and you put water inside the chamber. 
this water is possible because it's not inside the clean. What the Ramam is saying is that if you have two parts of a cup and the top part can be easily detached from the bottom part and you to fill up the whole cup of water, so we consider as, as if the entire content of this cup is not there, is not inside the kosher cave. We don't say that half of the content is inside. Nothing is considered to be inside the kosher cave. Mm-hmm. What happens if we have another Makavi that has a hole enough water to seep through from the outside? If it's a smaller hole, so it can't be Kainis Mashke, but it's enough for the water to seep out, you can use it for Kiddush. If you have this Kedush that has a hole and you plugged it up with Shmatis, Puzzle, Shemaim Shabai, Enon Al Igulakli, Elorapkak. This stopper you put at the base of the Kli. So the water is not sitting on the base of the Kli, it's sitting on top of this Shmatis. Or you're not from the Nitzad, but if the hole was from the side of the cave, and you filled it up with a shmata, and he's a kosher, it's a perfectly fine cave to do all the processes of the Taras Atoma. Person who is swishing water from a spring with his hands, with his feet, or with a shad, and he directs the water into the chavis, absolutely. Because the miloi has to be done with the kli. You cannot guide the water with your hand into the cave. If you put the cave in the water, and you press down next to the bucket with your hands, with your feet, so with vegetable leaves, so that with the pressure that you put down, the water will then make a wave and flow into the barrel. Because, again, the miloi wasn't done with the cave. So too, if you force the bucket down into the water, so that you have to be mala azur. If you force the bucket down like this, yeah. so the miloy isn't coming. It's not it's not going into the hole directly from your kayak. It's coming. It's a, it's mikoyach, It's not. It's like kayak kayak kilo. Has to be mikoyachin. You got to be straight from the bucket. The water has to go into the bucket. It can't be. We must have But if, however, you were to direct the water with reeds of bamboo or with walnuts, um, it, that would be kosher. Zeh Klal explains that if you are to assist the flowing of the water into the cave with a dove and makabal tuma, puzzle. Which is why bucket, which is the cave, which is dove and makabal tuma, that's the reason. For example, a pshuta kiliates, not a pshuta kiliates, if you, the examples that the Ramam gave, for example, walnut shells or leaves of or leaves of a of bamboo or of sticks of bamboo, that would be okay because they're not makabal tumen. Test. The final samayo on the secha gasa secha gever. Somebody directs a fresh uh, fresh water spring into a vat or into a groove in the ground. He then took his keli, went over to that groove in the ground, and was mamal. So why? Because you gotta take the water from the source of where the mayon is, not from the extension. Yod, Yamagadol, the Mediterranean, Kamikve, has the gather of a mikve, vein a kamayan, but not like a mayan. Therefore, in the Mamalu, Menol Kiddush, Bachal Naharis Pesulun Nakadish Mehem Mechatas, any river is possible to be Mamalat for the Mayim of the Paraduma, Ushad Hayamim Kamayan, any other body of water is uh, any other, Ushad Hayamim, any other sea, any other, excuse me, Ushad Hayamim. Any other pond, for example, like you visit an example of the Kinaris, that has a gather of a mayon. Yud'alf. Water that is a tributary of any other body of water. Um, 
But the waters that extend from Imayon, Harayim Kemayon. They themselves are like Kemayon, Ksherim, and they are kosher. So that I'm saying is, if one intentionally directs water from Imayon into a different hole in the ground, that water would be possible. But a naturally formed um, uh, uh, tributary of water that extends from Imayon is considered like the Mayon. The not the extension of the mind. The mind itself goes into the chutzah. What happens if the mind is mukin or machazvin? Psolin. If it's salty or if it's warm. Sometimes they are flowing and sometimes they dry up. Even if they dry up once in seven years, possible. If, however, they became uh, dry beyond uh, because of uh, occurrences beyond the control, it was a drought, or it dried up even more than once in seven years. What happens if the level of water rose and went down, but it doesn't dry entirely? This is kosher. When we come across a fresh spring, we assume that it's kosher, i.e. we don't assume that it dried up within the past seven years. It has an assumption of kashrus. Swamp water, water of the Jordan and the Yarmuch. Yarmuch is a, it's an offshoot, it's a river that kind of extends off the Yarden into Jordan. Because it is meitarevus. What's meitarevus? It's an ahel meitarevus. Maim hakshid in the kedush and it's not from maim psulim. It's kosher water that got mixed in with water that you can't use for kedush, and therefore in memalu meitarevus name you cannot use that mixture of water. Avol maim kshedim. If you have maim that is kosher, you can maim shtei mayonis. Waters of two different springs. Shinis arvu that did get did get mixed together. Venimshechu um, and the came into one location, but Which one is not, is a problem, may bitsim? May, may bitsim, may yardin, and may kinaris, because you do have, may may, excuse me, may bitsim, and uh, together with the may yardin, or may bitsim together with, may, with, uh, with uh, may yarmo. Bitsim is the problem. Yeah, it's a swampy, it's not, uh, it's not a, may mind. Water changed due to a factor of themselves, not to by adding in dyes or any other condiments, whatever it is. If you have a well into which a broken pot shards and earth fell into, and what happens when you mix in dirt inside water, everything becomes dirty. You can fill up from that uh, murky water. You have to wait until these sediments go down. If a lot of rainwater falls into this bell, uh, into this well, first wait until the water kind of calms down, and then you can be mamale for kiddush, or you, then can be you can do milu. If you have a stream whose origin is from very far away, Marshall the Thames, it's a very long river. So hoyel trilasim in hamayin, being that it begins its sources from imayon kshedon amalis memeno, even many miles down. Ubalvag provided shishmeren asharif sekano adam that people along the entire length of the river have are able to testify that nowhere along the river did the water dry up. Venimza memalim in hamayin should pasku trilasim in hamayin shem psulim because if you filled up from a stream that had dried up in the middle, it's possible. So therefore, says an amram, even though the river is a very long river. The stream is a very long stream, but because it's it the, the chain isn't the link isn't broken, so even if you're to be mile many miles down, it's still kosher. Peg Shuvi. This peg that I'm going to discuss. Um, 
psulim that can occur during Miloy Hamayim. Halacha Aleph. Hamalacha Pisalas Bamayim, Kedem Shis Kachu. A person who is Bishas Miloy Hamayim is doing something else, he's uh, scrolling through his Twitter feed or doing something else, it's Paisal. Vena Pisalas Bahazoya. But Bishas Hazoya, if he's doing something else, it's not Paisal. Carrying the water, pouring that water into another container. He's doing something else. Psalon is disqualified that water, this water. Doing something else whilst you're being mamal of the mayim until you put the ashes into the water disqualifies the water. You can't uh, walk and chew gum. You've got to be just involved with carrying the water. He told us to Afer, the moment you place the ash into the water, involving yourself with something else, Bashas, carrying or moving around, that the main leader doesn't disqualify. You can carry the water, pour it into another vessel, whilst doing something else. You can be mazik and spritz, to be matar something else with one hand, and do malach with the other hand, it doesn't disqualify. So, Malach Bishas Miloy and told Nesina Soeifer that disqualifies the mind. Base. And uh, what's the Malach? We'll see. Anything, anything that isn't to do specifically with the Miloy Hamai. It's going to go into detail. If somebody is to receive payment to fill up the water, that's fine. But if he's to receive payment for adding the ashes and spritzing, Kate A person takes money to be makadish or to alter spritz. It's like water of a cave and ash from a stove. It's useless. However, take schar for filling up the water, for transporting the water. He has to be makadish for free. Also, that's to be done for free. If the guy's being Makadish or spritzing was an elderly fellow, he can't walk, and you want him to do free, you want him to be your Sandik. Ask his assistants to do that very differently. You hire him the taxi, you pay him like a pile bottle, get into the second what that means. Now, the Rambam explains many things. What does that mean? How do you define the fee for this amount? So, Marshall, if a person was involved with physical labor and he gets paid, Marshall, $20 an hour, how much would he want to get to, to not work with Chlal? So, because he's involved in very physical labor, he would be Mavatu in half his car. Say he would get $10 and do nothing. But a guy who's in his office, in an air conditioned office with his feet on the table the whole day, Bechlal not doing, not doing much, and he gets paid $20 an hour. How much money would he get if you told him don't work bechlal? He's anyways not working that much. He would get eighteen dollars. Understand? So you have to be mashah. You have to understand what he works in, and based on his tichah and work, how much would he take were he not to work? That's what it means. If the guy who he wants to spritz the the mime on him is a kain. And uh, he could, in fact, become Tomei when he's uh, walking from place A to B. And now that he's Tomei, he won't be able to eat Truma. Because he's a kind Tomei. This Israel gives him food or money to buy food and drink and, 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 and different oils to, to shmear himself with. To shmear himself with the Vard being because he's a kind. So the supply demand of his much less because the, 
there are less kahanim for truma than there are Yisraelim for chulin. So truma doesn't cost as much. So now this kinnis has, has to pay out more from his pocket to buy chulin. So this yid kind of makes up the difference. The same applies if he's uh, because of this extra tircha to get him from place A to B. It's not working. It does the same cheshman as we mentioned before. He's not paying this guy to be him. He's only uh, reimbursing him for his loss. So it's not an actual schach. Gimel. If he's filling up water with one hand and doing something else with his other hand, or he's filling up water for himself, and then he's filling up water for somebody else, or he filled up both buckets at the same time, the Kudasadavar being, if he's being Mamale for one Kiddush, as we'll see, this is kind of the defining fact, if he's being Mamale for one Kiddush, then filling up many buckets is inconsequential. It's fine, it's all for one Kiddush. But if he's being, do, if he's doing Miloy for different Kiddushim, then from Miloy 1 to Miloy 2 constitutes a Hefsik from Miloy 1 to Kiddush 1. So that would be the issue. Dalat, Mamale Lacherim, somebody was filling up buckets for. Other people, if each bucket is for a different for for nine hundred ninety-nine different individuals, each guy has a melee done for him. So that is why that melee is kosher for him. So if he fills up a thousand buckets, nine hundred ninety-nine for everybody else, one for himself, every single bucket's okay because there was a specific melee for a specific individual. If he filled up many buckets for himself, if he's filling up all these buckets because he wants to then pour them all into a larger keli, so again, all the different miloys are done for one general kiddush for himself, it's all fine. Oh, yeah, because it's all for one miloy. Again, if it's all for one miloy, we don't consider filling up the second bucket as a hefsek from from putting the ash into bucket number one. Because all the buckets that you're filling up, it's to put into a larger container. I'm saying you're able to do a kiddush for one container to another container? You're not doing kiddush, you're doing miloy. You're a then miloy. pouring... The, That's what I meant to say. You're not doing miloy from bucket into... You're filling up different buckets. You you're then take... Bu- bucket A, and you're going to pour that water into bucket B? No. You have filling up bucket A, B, and C, then yeah. you're going to pour A, B, and C into container D. And where are you going to make the kiddush? In container D. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So you don't have to actually make. No, with Kante, you can't pick up this massive D bucket number D. You gotta do A, B, and C, and then throw it into D. I understand you can, but. Right, it's not con- it's not considered a hefsi, but th- he's so he's explaining what that means. It's not considered a hefsi. Avol im niskavan akadish kol chavos achadus with niatzma. If when you fill the bucket A, you're like, I'm going to put the ashes into number A, kulam pesulam chutzman achreino. Then A and B are pasul except for number C. Because when you fill it number A to be mekadish number A. You then fill it number B. Number B is possible because you fill it number C before being Makadish. B. So therefore only C is kosher. Hey. Five guys filled up their own ca- their own buckets to do five individual kiddushin. Each guy was going to put his own ash into his own buckets. Then, after they filled up all the buckets, they decided, let's put it into a very large bucket together. Let's do a communal kiddush. 
Oi, or Shuminum the Kachon Kiddushach, Nim Lachul the Kachon Chamisha Kiddushin. The first intent when they filled it, the bucket was, we're going to combine all our buckets. Then, after they had all these smaller buckets lined up, they said, you know what, let's put individual ash into each of the buckets. Kulin Kashenim, it's all okay. Shaharei, Loinis Asik, Hamamale, Bimiloyachi. Because you had five individual guys filling five individual buckets. None of these guys were involving themselves with a different bucket, the Shastamile. So, side by side, fine. However, if have one guy who filled up five buckets to be Makadish five different Kiddushin, so even though, so if he were to then decide, he's going to put mix all these buckets together, only the fifth bucket is Kasha. Because his intent was the Shas, the Bishas Milo Yachavis, that each bucket is going to have its individual Kiddush. So therefore, when he then decides that he's going to put the aphid inside all these buckets together, it's Kumte says Vas that there was a half stick between bucket A with bucket B and bucket B with buckets until the fifth bucket. So therefore, only the fifth bucket is kosher. Meaning the couch and kiddush If he filled all these five to do one big kiddush, so it's not considered a half stick. Everything should be okay. But then the nimlech couch and chamisha kiddush. He then decided. That each individual one should get its own ash. In kasha, only the first one is kasha. <coughs> only the first one is kasha again because, for the same reasoning, that he filled all of them to do one kiddush. Now, <laughs> now the what was to say? It's only only the first one is kasha. Only the first one is okay. Because each bucket was filled up with kasha. Aha, that's the vibe because after he placed the ash into number one, everything else in becomes disqualified. Right. Then yeah. Kasha Zukish Bubba. Yeah, made a half set. And the kiddush of the other buckets. Exactly. Fine. Then he filled up all these five buckets to do one kiddush. But then he decided to do five individual kiddushim, but he tells somebody else to do it. So this guy takes upon the gather of the Meshalech. In Kasha El Azushin is Kachabim, but only the first one is Kaddish. Avalam Omaloi Kadish Lias Elo doesn't say Kadish Lacha Selo. He says Kadish Lias Elo had a Kulon Kesherim, all of them are Kashi. Because this guy, when he filled with the buckets originally, he did it to do one Kiddush. Then he decided he's going to do a Kiddush for each one individually. But he didn't do it. The Shlich didn't take on the guide of the Meshalech over here. The Shlich was Makadish each one individually by himself. He didn't do the Kiddush, he only did the Miloy. So therefore, the guy who did the Miloy didn't involve himself with a different Havaida between the Miloy and the Kiddush. So that is how the Miloy is fine and the Kiddush is fine. Vav. Huh? If it says Kaddish then only the first one is... Right. Kaddish Lachasayla. In that case, because the, the Makadish takes on the gather of the Mamali. Yeah. And in that case, because there's a half between between Kiddush 1 and Kiddush 2, so only Kiddush 1 is kosher. Because if Kiddush 2 is kosher, then the Mistam it's the Lashen that makes it different. That if it says Kaddish Liyaselo, then he's not taking on the Gedder of the Meshleich Mitzad 
to create a gather, to create a hefsek between the meal and the kiddush. He's just being, he's not taking his mocking out the mamal in the makadish only as the makadish. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, That's the part. He's filling up water to do miloy, and he decides to draw up water for ice bucket challenge. Should first fill up the water for his own needs. The Kaishran, the Tiana, and the Khirif tie them to the back of his, his uh, bindle of, uh, with a stick. Then he fills up the bucket of the Khatas water. So that he doesn't, he's not involved with something else after the filling up the water. And then he suspends the bucket at the front of the pole because you have to see the water. Two people filling up their own buckets for themselves, and they were helping each other put the buckets on the shoulders. And somebody got a, a thorn in his hand, and his chaver helped him take it out. Both of these individuals were filling up these two buckets to combine them into a bigger bucket for Kiddush, because they're not involving themselves with another malacha between the meal and the kiddush, because both of the miloim are for the same kiddush. Each miloy was for its own kiddush. A guy who, after filling up his water, helped somebody else carry his bucket or pulled out his his thorn stuck in, his thorn stuck in his hand. Pasal meimov. He has disqualified his own water. I'll show you a person who borrows a rope to use to draw up water from the well. And he drew up the water. And he's, uh, he has the rope in his hand and the water in his shoulder. And he meets the owner of the rope whilst he's going on his way. And he gives the rope back to the owner whilst he's walking. Fine. The water is okay. If he went out of his way to give back the rope to its owner, because he was involved with the malache between the mila and the kiddush. If he's pulling out this rope from the well and he just lets the rope fall on the floor, then he picks up the bucket and then he picks up the rope that was on the floor. Because he did an avayda between the miloi and the kiddush. If he was wrapping the rope around his arm whilst he was drawing up these, the rope from the well, so the water is kosher because between the mila and the kiddush, she wasn't doing another avayda. It was part of the mila. Yeah. He didn't pick up the water, and then he picked up the rope. It came together. person has a small canton, a canteen to put into a larger bucket. And then he decided to put it aside, because he needed to take a quick break for whatever reason. That was Miloy involved. And so he decided to put the keli away. Or he turned it upside down so that it dries up for whatever need. But again, it was for the purpose of Mila. Kasher. Because it, it's a malacha to do with the Milah He dried up this smaller bucket now. So that after he puts the ashes into the bigger bucket, he'll use the smaller bucket. Uh-uh. Puzzle. Then the water's puzzle. Because he did a malacha between the Milah and the Kiddush, not for the Tzerech Right? The a person is filling up water and putting it into a trough. And he was removing different shards, pot shards from the from the shakers, shas If he removed these extra pot shards so that more water can uh, flow inside this trough, If however, 
his kavana is that when he's removing these shards, is that it shouldn't injure him when he wants to do the hazoya. Oh, because he's doing an aveda between the mili and the kiddush. It's a person who is filling up a dali to drink, but before it hits the water, or, and then he decided, you know what, I'm going to use the contents. This meal is for mechatas. If his machshava occurred before the, water, the bucket came into contact with the water, he has to empty out the contents. He doesn't have to dry the keli again. He, but he would then have to fill up the water. If, however, he decided, he changed, he changed his mind only after the bucket came into contact with the water, he has to empty out the contents, dry the keli. If he was lowering this, lowering this rope with the bucket and this rope snapped, then if the bucket came into contact with the water and be, before the bucket came into contact with the water, he had the intent, he's going to use that water for mechatas, empty the contents of the bucket, you don't have to dry it. If the bucket had already reached the water, also makes sense because the fact that so it removes any hemshech of his machshav kedum. So that's why in it's Water that you filled up for paradume. Then he decided to have a sip from them. This is going to tilt the kli to have a drink. The fact that you tipped the water and the water moved with that second kavana, it's a puzzle.